0: Good morning, Bridge Church. I am so happy to see you. Today is a little bit different than our normal service. If you're a guest, we hope that you'll come back and, and, and visit us on a more regular Sunday. But not that this is a bad Sunday. This is an exciting Sunday. Weren't you glad to hear about the great report from our Ecuador team? Wasn't that great? You know, the bridge is not just a bridge here in South Florida. The bridge is going all over the world. And so that is really exciting. Today, we're... In a mission's emphasis, and I want to introduce to you, and you don't really need an introduction because you know these guys, but Dr. Burble Budrum and Sam Samarou. They're from one of the, give them a hand. We've supported Burble's work, uh, he, he goes by Rev, by the way, so I'm going to be calling him Rev. We've supported Rev's work for, for many, 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 many years, and, and, and he's a real vital part of our church. And so we're going to talk about his ministry a little bit this morning as we talk about our ministry as the bridge around the world. You know, Scripture tells us when Jesus was getting ready to, to leave earth, just before he ascended, there's two passages that give us his final words. One is Acts eight. It says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. The other passage is Mark 16, 15. That says, he said to them, Jesus said to his disciples, and again, this is just before he goes back up into heaven, after he's already resurrected. And he says, go into all the world and preach the good news to all creation. Now, Reverend Sam, tell me. Were these last words of Jesus just for his remaining 11 disciples?
1: I believe so. I believe that God says that he didn't save us to sit down. He saved us to go out there and serve and reach people for the Lord Jesus Christ. It is so important that we understand that. And that's something that we have been doing for over the years in the ministry. By the way, that uh, this church have been supporting us 43 years now, mm-hmm. I got yeah. a dean in this church here, and we thank God for, for them. And uh, that is what we have been sharing the gospel. And as a result, the fruit of that, we have um, some people here that got saved under our ministry that with, with us here. And uh, Pastor Lolly, would you stand up in the back? let see him in the back there. Yes, he's our ass- assistant, uh, assistant pastor. And then... Pastor Sam, who is up here, he got saved in our ministry too, and he's the administrative pastor. Then um, Sister Sabi, which is Pastor Sam's wife, would you stand up? That's one of the fruit. (laughs) And then finally, the best for the last, my wife, some of you know her. And these are some, but there's a lot more, thousands and thousands have trusted the Lord throughout the Caribbean, and, and we are really grateful for that. So,
0: so, Sam, those words of Jesus, they weren't just for those 11 disciples, standing. They passed on to the church, right? That, that's all of our mission. All of our mission mm-hmm. is to, to go into the all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. How can we here at the bridge fulfill Jesus' final directive? What can we do to take the gospel
2: into all the world? Well, it's a joy, um, Bridge Church, to be here this morning and to, just to share a little on the work that God is doing in Trinidad. And what can Bridge Church do to support and to continue to support the great work that God has established in Trinidad? You know, it is said that you build a bridge, you do not build a wall. Because if you build a wall, you will not be able to penetrate through. And when you build a bridge, you will be able to carry through the clear clarity of the gospel. <clears throat> Over the years, this church have done tremendously that. By building this bridge between the church here and the church at Kelly County Bible Church, where tons and tons of prayers have gone already. Tons and tons of support have gone already, and more than ever, a great volume of people seated right here have already been there and been a part of this work. So Bridge Church continues to bridge the great work of reaching the lost for Jesus Christ. That's great. Let me, but, get me. What can our folks practically do, though? I mean, the, the, the,
0: the gospel says go into all the world. Mm-hmm. Now, does that mean all of us have to quit our jobs and leave our jobs? And what, what can we do practically you know, well, to, to fulfill Jesus' directive?
1: Healthy churches are growing churches. Growing churches are giving churches and churches that partner with those who are sharing the gospel around the world and rich churches. So, the first thing I think we need is partnership which you all have, been, have done. The second thing I think we need is prayer. Pray for, pray for open doors, and we have a lot of doors have are opening now uh, to share the gospel. Pray for the boldness as we go out there to share the gospel. Pray, to sh- pray that we will share a clear gospel message, which I will let you know later on. Um, we need people. You know, we had a team from here came um, some time ago and help us with the foundation of our building that we are put in the new building now. You know, one of the things here that in, in order to pray for uh, that we need people that, you know, a missionary is not one who goes to preach the gospel. A missionary is one who is preaching the gospel wherever he or she is. And in fact, we had a dream, and our dream, our vision, is to reach the Caribbean and throughout the world, and we have been doing that right now. Um, we had a team, and that team was to evangelize and to equip people, and I'll emphasize a little more later on. We had a scheme, a plan, how to do it, and also we had a team that bridged the, the, the church, the people together, and that's, that's, that's the team You are a team with us, T-E-A-M. You are that team. And one of the things that you have been doing, you are very persistent in helping us to care uh, for the people there by supporting us with your prayer and financially. And also, we see that it is so important for us to understand the opportunity of you to pray. Some of you can pray, some of you can go, and some of you can give. And we know that Philippians 4, um, 19 tells us God provided. And that's why he said he can do all things through Christ. And we ask you to continue being that team of praying, going, and giving. So we've been doing that.
0: How important to your (coughs) ministry and really missions around the world are
2: churches like The Bridge? Mm -hmm. The Bridge Church... (coughs) is critically important today. Where churches are no longer sending missions out there, Bridge Church continues to see the importance of sending missions out there and so much more to reach the lost for Jesus Christ. We believe the time is too short, and we ought now more than ever people to be more busy about the Father's business than any other business in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen, I agree with you 100%. Mm -hmm.
0: Paul wrote to Timothy, who was one of his young preacher apprentices, in in a second letter that he sent Timothy. Timothy was charged to go and start churches. He was a missionary himself, Mm -hmm. just like Paul was. In 2 Timothy 2, 1 and 2, he says, you then, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Mm -hmm. Jesus, and the things that you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses, entrust to reliable men who will also be qualified to teach others. In other words, Mm -hmm what Paul was saying to Timothy was, listen, don't let this die with you. Our responsibility, your responsibility is to equip other people so this gospel is not just in one place but the gospel is spread through the whole world. Now, you guys have formulated a really impactful way to create entrusted men and women to teach others. In fact, we at the bridge, we've already been part of that initiative. You mentioned it, Rev, where we sent a missions team down Mm -hmm. here a couple years ago, Mm -hmm. and and they worked hard. By the way, we go on a lot of these mission churches, as you saw the Ecuador team, we work hard, but it is a good work, and when we leave, we feel so blessed to have been used of the Lord to do the things we are. So when we left, though, there was this slab of cement. Now, all the groundwork, all the work that had to be done. And and I saw this when I was back with you guys in November. I saw this slab of cement. And this slab of cement really is important to this international initiative that I'm talking about. So tell us about this International Training Institute you've established.
1: You know, um, the Lord has given us a vision to... Trained people, you know. We have sent people to the states here. I sent twelve of them, and guess what? None of them came back. So we decided, <laughs> we decided to start our own, and we started the, the Trinidad Bible Institute in 1989. Pastor Sam was one of the first product of that, and uh, he got saved in that year and got trained from there. And we, he has just completed his doctor degree with our seminary. And however, um, let me say this that it is so important that we do that. We have been training these nationals all over. We have a school in the Caribbean also, and we have a, uh, uh, in the Caribbean, sorry, one in Jamaica, uh, not Jamaica, but one in St. Lucia, uh, one in, um, in Guyana, and our head office is in Trinidad. Uh, when I was in Guyana, I started training there. We had some of the missionaries, American missionaries, didn't want me to do that, but I went ahead and took um, 20 churches have already started there, yeah, and I took two men from each of the churches, and uh, I trained them. And we have our school there that we do that. And when we trained them, about uh, four years ago, the government in Guyana said that all missionaries, they were supposed to pay um, 30% of all the financial they received from the states, and is. Uh, Five, I mean, it's retroactive for five years. Eighteen of them had to leave. When they left, then we placed the nationals we have been trained training in the churches, and many churches have started there. And uh, let me say this, that it's important for us to understand that the way that things are going now, that um, things are getting rough out there, and I want you all to really pray, even consider going full-time in ministry too, and uh, who we have been training? We have a, our main campus of this of the school is in is in India. Uh, that's the seminary that I go there and teach. We just had a graduation there. and uh, two hundred churches have already started. there. we work with with over um, over a hundred churches in the Caribbean. We work with uh, in our our um, in our Trinidad and in Guyana and in Saint Lucia. And we thank God for what He has been doing there, and is important very important. We can do it ourselves. Very important that we train others to do it. I think that's the command that Christ said, that we train others, as the scripture says, to do it. Um, one of the things that we are doing, we are leaving a legacy that when the Lord takes us home, we have people who will continue that and f- continue it faithfully. So, I want you to continue praying because a lot of churches today, I don't know what's going on, but they are just dropping the support, they are losing vision of the mission. And they are more concerned about other things and really pray that God is going to give them that vision that to continue reaching soul for the Lord. I believe the Lord is coming soon, all what is happening now there, you know, and the Bible tells us that. So we need to that we need to understand the urgency of sharing the gospel uh, so that many souls can come to know Christ as Savior. You can't take anything to heaven with you, but you can take your brothers, your sisters, your friends, your relatives, and, you know, your co-workers uh, by reaching them for the Lord Jesus Christ.
0: And when I was there, you you know, visiting with you guys, and I'm coming back again in November. I'm excited to do that, to share your 40th anniversary. And uh, you showed me And you shared with me your vision that if you can build the building that's supposed to Mm -hmm. go on that slab, Mm -hmm. you you guys are going to be able to bring people from foreign countries, and a lot Mm -hmm. of them third world countries Mm -hmm. that don't have the access to the gospel, Mm -hmm. and you're going to be able to train them. How many people do you envision you're going to be able to train?
1: Well, so far we have done the training over um, 300 and and most of the men full-time ministry in the Caribbean and India. And uh, I'll tell you this, that uh, there's thousands, I believe, we'll be able to train in that school because it's it's very difficult for us to spread ourselves that thin so we can bring the nationals from the Caribbean into this, this campus that we are going to build and train them and send them back. You know, because I don't think anybody wants to stay in Trinidad, but they you like to go back. But, I don't know I love and, those doubles. Yeah. You know yeah. I love the doubles. Man. So we we are looking forward to do that. And Pastor Sam is the administrative pastor. Pastor Lolly is the dean of the school. And uh, right now we have about um, we we are in the second phase of this, is putting up the steel structure, and uh, we still need another fifty percent of the of the money. Um things are tough now. The money has the value, so it costs us a lot more now. And we need a pretty close of um, fifty thousand US to finish the second phase. So,
0: so so what needs to be done to finish the entire seminary
1: project? Well it, it needs almost another uh, hundred and fifty thousand US dollars. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: So that's something we certainly need to be in prayer about, yes, yes. And, and know that we've already been a part of this, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. But in fact, you all started it. You all did dig the foundation, started that in the school for, and then our church has overgrown. We need a lot of you over there. You saw it, and we need another facilities for that and the school.
0: Mm-hmm. John four thirty five says, "Do you say four months and then the harvest?" I tell you, open your eyes and look at mm-hmm. the fields. They're ripe for harvest. Amen. Sam, you, you, you're involved with a lot of yes. these students too. What have the students who have already graduated been able to do? How, how is that that verse pertained to what you guys are doing and what you're being successful at?
2: I just want to springboard on the first little topic a little bit, Pastor, and let the church know. You see that slab of concrete that you all see there? The Bridge Church is responsible for that. Mm-hmm. We praise God for mm-hmm. you all tremendously. Mm-hmm. Our vision is this. That just as you all are the bridge church, we will bridge the Caribbean whereby Trinidad will be the hub base where the Caribbean will come and study the word of God. It's very difficult airfares to go all parts of the Caribbean, but all will come to Trinidad and the bridge church is and are going to be responsible for indeed training these nationals right where they are so that they can reach the lost world for Jesus Christ. This book, the Bible, church, must be preached as the book. And this book, the living word, needs to let the dying world need to know that Jesus Christ is the answer for the world today. No one else. And what we do at the seminary and in the institute, we do one thing only. Study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman that needeth not to be ashamed, but rightfully dividing the word of truth. This book, Church, is not preached as it ought to. So we're getting back to the basics of it by teaching them the principles of opening the inerrant word of God and preach the word. And with the pastors... With the pastors and the leaders that have come to the, to the institute and the seminary, they are going back to their churches, pastor, in the south, in the north, in the east, And we are hearing from their members that they are dispensing the word of God with power and with authority based upon the education they are getting at the Institute and its seminary. So we praise God for that. We thank you all for your prayers as well too towards that. And that's really important
0: because Jesus said Matthew 24, 14, and this gospel (coughs) of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony Mm -hmm. to all nations and then... What? The end will come. See, Jesus is coming back. Yes, But Jesus promised to give all mankind as much opportunity as they could have to trust in Jesus Christ. Because when Jesus comes back, that closes the door. Mm-hmm. And for eternity, souls will be lost to eternity. Our, our mission statement here, and I, I know you guys have been used uh, you, you to us under another name for a long time, and this is kind of new to you, but our mission statement is to be God's bridge to all people, mm-hmm. a span across the gap of where they are now to where God created them to be. And we know. We've been really doing a lot of great things here in South Florida to do that. We have life groups that are teaching people the word of God. We've got wellness groups that are helping people who are hurting find health so that they can enjoy life and be more productive in that. Our, Our theme verse is this, John 5, 24, where Jesus said, I tell you the truth. Whoever hears my word and believes him who has sent me has eternal life and will not be condemned. He has crossed over from death to life, and the the first bridge that we want to share with everyone as the Bridge Church is that bridge, mm-hmm. the opportunity to receive Jesus Christ as Savior, to cross over from eternal death to eternal life. Amen. That's what really we're in this together to do, Amen. and I know you guys do a terrific exactly. job of that Amen. in Trinidad and through the institute, you're, you're training people <coughs> to go around the world to do the same, and it's already very effective. We, we want to continue to be a part of that. Amen. We want to pray, but, but, but I, I'm praying what the Lord would have us do as a church. Church, don't you want to be more involved in that? Amen. We, we want to help build that Amen. seminary to send people around the world. We want to be more a part of that. But, Rev, this is a mission field right here. Yes. Right here in South Florida, United States, everywhere is a mission mm-hmm. field. Like you said, that's what you said in, in your opening mm-hmm. remarks, that, that, that all of us need to know that we are missionaries, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we take the gospel to all the world, including mm-hmm. here. And so we have, I know, guests here today, and I'm going to invite you to share that amazing story with them.
1: Amen. You know, one of the things that, uh, just a couple quickly before I share that, we have several ministries that reach out to um, from our church, we have the the ladies' ministry, the men's ministry, the prime timers, the youth ministry, and my wife and I. Um, I have majored in psychology, and my wife and I have what we call family life seminars. There are two things that the devil is trying to destroy the church uh, with today: is one is family, to destroy the family; second is to share a muddy gospel. And my wife and I have been able to um, share with families all over, because we know that there's a problem in our society today. And the problem in our society today is that the devil has been infiltrating the families. If you have strong families, you're going to have strong churches. And if you have strong churches, you're not going to have strong communities, and, and so on. But today, people have misunderstood what a marriage is all about. And the marriage is between three people. You want to know what I'm going to say? The husband, or the man, the wife, and not the mother-in-law, but the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the third person. And any time you take him out, your marriage will collapse. And the, the, the blueprint of marriage is found in the scripture, not in the television. Because you look at the bold and beautiful, you become young and reckless, you end up in general hospital, and those were the days of your lives. Well, you know, it is so important for us to understand what the scripture says. And to have a happy marriage, the Lord Jesus Christ should be the center. And I strongly believe Christians need to marry Christians. And I tell my people whenever I counsel and do weddings, I said, if you marry the child of the devil, you're going to have a problem with your father-in-law, Satan. And you don't want that. And let me say this this morning. The Bible tells us, you know, this is what we have been sharing all over. And uh, this is what we have been reaching people with for the Lord. You know, the Bible says, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Let me check that out this morning. How many of you here have never told a lie in your life? Raise your hand. Let me see. Now, nobody did. Pastor, we have a bunch of lies here. No, <laughs> Now let me say this. I can't point my finger at you. I have three pointing back at me. The Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Every one of us. The payment for sin is debt. If we have to pay for our sin, will be debt separated from God in hell. And it's so important for us to understand that. You know, the other day, I was talking to a young man, and he told me, he said, uh, you have to do good works, Uh, he was a hindu and by the way we work among the hindus and the muslims reaching them for the lord and he was a hindu he said i have to do a lot of good works and i asked him the question they said how much good works what how 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 much good works you have to do when do you know you have done enough he wasn't able to answer you know we have a lot of them today who don't believe in god I was talking to another, another guy. He's, he's not Hindu, but he's an, what we call an atheist. He don't believe in God, and he don't believe in the Bible. I said, you don't believe in God, and you don't believe in the Bible? For every cause, there's an effect, and for every effect, there's a cause. For a building, there must be a builder. For painting, there must be a painter. And for creation, there must be a creator who is the Lord Jesus Christ, who created the world. And he didn't say anything. You see... All what he was thinking, and I can see it in his mind. Don't confuse me with facts. My mind is already made up, you know. And let me say this. I said, you don't believe the Bible, and you don't believe in God, but do you know your name is written in the Bible? He said, no way. That could never happen. I take my Bible and open it to Psalm 14.1. I said, read it. A fool have said in his heart, there is no God. Another one I met, he said, "Heaven and hell is right here." I said, "True." I was playing cricket. I play a lot of cricket, for for country. And I'll tell you this: that um, I sat a witness to him, and he said, "He don't believe heaven and hell, you know, um, is right here." I said, do, "I said, do you believe heaven and hell is right here?" He said, "Yes." I said, "Which one are you in right now?" He couldn't answer. Well, getting back to what I'm talking about. If you were to die without trust in Christ the Savior, you would spend an eternity separated from God. God says you can know for sure that you're going to heaven when you die. How can you know? The Bible tells us that. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God that you would know you have eternal life. It is so important for us to understand that. And sometimes people don't. So you may be here this morning, you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior. Let me show you something, very simple. Let this left hand represent you and me. My wallet here represents sin. All right? What is this? No wallet. No. <laughs> this is, represents sin, okay? My right hand represents the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, what we are noticing here. Sin is like the wall that is separating us from Christ. So in order to bridge that, guess what happened? You have to get rid of this. How do you get rid of this? Well, some people say, in order to get rid of this, you have to do a lot of good works. Well, you can't get rid of it that way. I remember when I was in Sunday school, one time when I was a little boy growing up, Someone said to me, the teacher, good boys go to heaven and bad boys go in hell. And I always like to ask questions, and that's how you learn. And I said to her, "Ma'am, if good boys go to heaven and bad boys go in hell, where do the girls go? Well, you know, the Bible says all have sin. If we have to get rid of the sin, we'll be a debt payment in hell. Not our good works. right, The Bible tells us now that John 3 16, the simplest verse in the Bible, for God so loved the world, you and me, that he gave his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. That whosoever what? Whosoever joined the church, get baptized, help old ladies across the street whether they want to go or not. It didn't say that. It said, Whosoever believed the moment you believe, He says he give you eternal life. He didn't say for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him should not perish but have life until you sin again. He didn't say that. He said whosoever, the moment you believe and trust him as your savior, you have what kind of life? Eternal life. Who gave it to you? God. How long is it? Forever. You become a child of God. And that's simple as it is. That's what the scripture says, not me. Now, believe means to trust, to rely upon. If you didn't believe that chair would keep you up, you'll be standing like me. But you believe and trust in it, and that's what it means. The moment you believe and you trust, God says, I take all that sin, I paid for it, you don't have to pay for it anymore. Because it takes someone who is perfect without sin to pay for our sins, and that was the Lord Jesus Christ. And let me say this. Every time you write down the date, today is the 17th of April, 2016. You are testifying to the fact who was here? Christ. He separated time. No other prophet as as people call him. And you know why we say Christianity is the truth? Is because we serve a risen Savior, and Christ tells us there is life after death. When you die, there's only two places you can go, heaven or hell. If you trust Christ as Savior, heaven would be your home. I pray that you would make that decision. We don't know when we're going to die. Just in December, my son-in-law, 41 years old, My daughter gave me a call. We went to see him. He was sick. In fact, he fell down, and he couldn't move. When we went there, and I saw him, massive heart attack. 41 years old, died. We don't know when we're going to die. None of us. Anybody know when? No. So that's why we need to be prepared. When we die, heaven will be a home. To be absent from the body when you trust Christ the Savior is to be present with the Lord. And let me tell you, my friend, things are not going to get better. In this country, in my country, all over the world, it's going to get worse. All right? Let me know if things are better now than 20 years ago now. So the Lord is coming soon. Let's us make that decision. You can't take anything to heaven with you. I have done a lot of funeral. I have never seen a U-Haul coming behind. So you can't take anything with you. All right? As I said before, you can take your friends, your brothers, your sisters, and others. If you're here this morning, you're not sure of going to heaven when you die. You're not sure of eternal life. Would you simply say, Lord Jesus, the best I know how, I am trusting you as my Savior. Let's pray. Father, we are praying right now, if there is any who have never trusted you as Savior, never understood before, they can say in their heart and mind right now, Lord Jesus, the best I know how, I am a sinner. You died and made a complete payment for my sins. And I'm accepting and believing you as my Savior. And if you do that, he would save you. Thank you for those who are making that decision. We pray for those who are supporting the missionaries and who are planning and thinking about going out there. We pray for them also. We pray for those who are saved, Lord, and that, that they would serve the Lord not to be saved but because they are saved. We ask your blessing upon them now and upon all, upon this church as they continue being a mission church to the world. We ask your blessing in Jesus' name. Amen.